Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast and proof that MIMO or Money In Money Out works. For those that are listening that have had a, a Money In Money Out deal, you understand the sensation, the feeling that you get when it happens. Uh, for those that haven't yet had a Money In Money Out deal, I'm just about to give proof to you that they do exist. So in a nutshell, we've had our first Money In Money Out deal on a just a regular box standard buy to let or following the BRR model, buy, refurb, and refinance. And it's, it's actually quite exciting. Now, there's people out there that are going to only do money in, money out deals. You know, the, the golden egg of property investing, or what's not to like about it. In effect, you get paid to buy an asset, a, a cash-flowing, positive, most of the time, cash-flowing asset. It's, a, it is, it's the golden goose. It, it's the golden egg of property investing. And... Aaron and I over the years, we've had deals where we've ended up leaving a couple of thousand pounds in a deal. We have no issues with that. Property for us is a very long-term game. It's a very long-term approach we're taking to it. We've had properties where you know we might have left 10,000 pounds in, for example. Again, that's not an issue for us. It, absolutely fine. I remember in our early days of property investing that it was, you know, get trained as such to to go along the lines of, well, if you're not going to get all your cash back out, it's not worth doing. Fine. I now understand that approach. That's okay for some. But actually, when I started to think about it more, you kind of think, well, yeah, okay. It's no harm leaving X amount of pounds in. Why? Well, if you're going to get a cash flowing asset, that's always beneficial. If you're in it for the long run as well, then chances are over time, inflation's going to increase the asset price. That's not going to happen all the time. Obviously, we have economic cycles and that will fluctuate. But in the grand scheme of things, over time, that asset price should increase. So that's the other thought. And again, over the years, we've done deals where you've had a variety of funds left in. We've never had a true money in, money out deal. That is until this year. Now you're probably thinking, oh, Rob, go on, give us a secret source. What's going on here? Nothing miraculous, uh, to be honest. Uh, I know that sounds boring. I, I should uh, be more excited to share this with you. And it, it, it's a cool thing that's happened. Don't get me wrong. So in a nutshell, what happened is that we had agreed before before all this crap started in 2020, we'd agreed to buy a box standard two-bedroom, buy today, two up, two down in, in Hull. And we'd agreed with the vendor uh, a price, £45,000. That's what we agreed. Lockdown came along, very, very difficult to do anything about it. People weren't working. You get all these excuses, you know, I'm working from home and not doing anything. People locked down. No one's able to go out. Bit of a bit of a pain in the backside. Now, at the time, if you're wondering how we got access to this particular deal in the first place, it was through a lettings agent that we built up a very good rapport with. That's how. So, again, it's, it comes down to relationships, taking your time with relationships. And we'd identified you know, good working relationship with this agent. They'd identify someone that wanted to to sell. Great, no problem at all. We're going to buy the property. Lockdown hits. So we tried a, a wide range of things. We were initially going to do sometimes what we normally do, buy on a mortgage, give it two years, refinance a couple of years down the line, no issue. Now, we attempted to go down that route, believe it or not, but because of all the circumstances at the time, we, you know, people wouldn't go out and value it, even if they did try and go out and value it. You know, the tenants weren't letting them in, and all, all behind this, you know, facade 
of uh, cervical sickness, this, that, this, that, this, that. Fast forward to late 2021, I think. And we finally we finally got the deal over the line. Aaron and I have been working on some other things in the background. Rather than go down the mortgage route, cash in the bank, no problem at all. Very straightforward cash transaction, £45,000. Lovely. In that time, the vendor had upgraded uh, the electrics, which is muy importante, very important. So fully functioning, up-to-date electrics, following all the you know latest BS standards for the consuming unit. That's that's lovely. Tenants, the original tenants then left. New tenants came in. The tenants have also thankfully done a lot of work internally of their own accord. New carpets, painting, decorating, the, the sorts of things that we would do as property owners, landlords. They they done them. Good times. Spoke to the broker, six months rule, there or thereabouts. And uh, this is where the fun fun begins. If you listen to the recent episode with Mark Champ, and Mark was talking a lot about the service level agreements that some challenger banks have and how much of a pain in the ass, basically, they are at the moment. And I won't name the bank that we use to refinance. I don't think it's fair to name names, but a challenger bank for our broker. And I started, the, well, we started the process when I was in Mexico in, in May, late May, early June, six months were all gone. Here's what we can do. Let's crack on. A broker had a couple of rejections from uh, lenders, found this third lender and went through the process. And it was a very long process. Lots. Of, we prepared as well as we thought we could prepare, but we got peppered with everything. How did you buy? How did you buy the home? Why did it take you so long to buy it? Why did you not get it on a mortgage? Why are you looking to refinance? How much do you think the property is worth? Everything, you know, literally everything and the kitchen sink, they might as well have taken the property with a lot of questions. And that process from start to finish took three to four months. Just is it three to four months? May, June, January. Yeah, three to four months. Absolute pain in the backside. However, two things that happened. Number one, the challenger bank done an AVM. So it's like an automated valuation method. We said to our broker, we believe that the property from our comparables, from our research, we believe the property is worth roughly 60,000. That's what we that's what we believe it's worth. That then would leave a couple of thousand pounds in, not an issue, cash flows well, good area, happy days. The bank came back with uh, an AVM of £70,000. That changes the ball game a little bit. £70,000 is what they valued it at. Now, if you do the math, roughly 70%, about £52,000, give or take. We've only paid £45,000 for this. And it was thanks to our explanation of how we bought it and the works that had been done to it largely of the tenant's accord, to be fair, and the electrical work, which, again, we didn't do, the vendor actually done, um, with their AVM method that they used, valued the property at £70,000. So, in effect, although it took a very long and painful amount of time to get to the AVM itself, once the AVM had been done, the rest of it, very, very straightforward, plain sailing. So, in effect, after we take off, Things like you know, investor interest, other bits and pieces, legal costs, broker costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In effect, we have been paid, 
give or take £6,000 to buy a home, which is absolutely delightful. Can't argue with that at all. And when we saw that hit the bank, we saw that hit the account, we were incredibly delighted, purely for the fact that we knew this. It, that is a true money in, money out deal. This this does exist. This does work. And onwards and upwards, hopefully we move forward to do even more in the future. And I'm recording live and that is my phone uh, vibrating in the background, if you can hear that. So money in, money out does exist. And we, we have done a money in, money out deal. If you'd have asked us in 2014, 2015, uh, when we started looking at property, Again, it's one of those things that you think uh, it's mythical. You're, you're, you're having me on. This doesn't exist. And now we've done it. Voila. These things do exist. Is there a secret source to it? Not really. It's everything that you probably already know. Have good relationships with agents. Know the right people. Be able to strike when you can to get the deals. And then also ha- have the network. Have the network. Know the, know the right broker, know that they know the right lenders to help you out what's going on uh, with all these AVMs. Mark touched upon it again a few episodes ago. And yeah, just here to share that delight with you. So a little bit of personal indulgence in this episode. But if you're, if you're in property and you've done money in, money out deals before, superb, well done, congratulations. If you're in property and you've not done money in, money out, it, it's possible. Even, even nowadays, it's possible. Entirely possible, no issues at all, and very, very good time. So that's it for that episode. Uh, There will be uh, a plethora of interviews coming up. We're talking to people about land development, just buying land without any form of planning. Uh, We're going to be talking about reducing home home energy consumption and carbon emissions as well moving forward, uh, and also property and real estate management. Uh, with some friends across the pond as well. So plenty to stay tuned for on the Property Nomads podcast. Happy investing. 